0: welcome you're listening to we just like to talk i'm your host becky
1: and i'm cara and this is a podcast for easy listening about hard subjects today's topic is
0: making and breaking habits
1: Becky, one of the things that you and I love to talk about all the time in our phone conversations, because, spoilers, listeners, Becky and I talk outside of this podcast. That's how (laughs) we started this podcast. We just like to talk so much. And one of the things we love to talk about is things like habits and all these little things that kind of, like, make up your day, take up your time, and... Becky, obviously, you have a psychology background, so you've obviously learned about these things at university, and then, of course... I'm obviously an expert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in in the intervening years, I know that this is a topic that's very important to you. You like to read a lot of self-help style books that Mm -hmm. discuss these issues. You like to read people's memoirs, especially around things like leadership and what -hmm. are the habits, what are the attitudes of a good leader, so I love getting your perspective on this. So,
0: Aww.
1: yeah, um, no as I pressure
0: was for me, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> well, and I'm certainly I've got things I can share when it comes to talking about habits and stuff. But as I was making my notes for this episode, and mm-hmm. then once I once I looked over kind of what you had written down, I think I realized that maybe I'm not too clear on what constitutes a habit. And. Especially in the sense of like, I think I'm conflating habits with routines mm-hmm. because when I was trying to like come up with examples of habits that I have, I think most of the examples I came up with were actually just routines that are part of my day. So maybe we could start with, could you kind of give me a nice definition of a habit and yeah, what what exactly does that entail?
0: Okay, so... Here's my definition of a habit. And I don't know if this is like, you know, it's not scientific, but this is what I feel like a habit is. Who cares? And what this I've is learned. our
1: podcast. Things can be what we want to be.
0: <laughs> Okay. So I feel like habits are subconscious actions that we do on a regular basis. So it's things that we're doing that we're not even like totally aware or conscious of. So for example, brushing your teeth. At like maybe a certain time. So, yes, it's a part of your routine, but it's so ingrained in it that it's now just become like a habit for you. Okay. That's what I feel like a habit is. I mean, right. listeners can disagree if they want. Send us hate mail, please. <laughs> Send us any kind of mail. <laughs> um, but yeah, like how. OK, so now that I've defined habit, how would you define a routine?
1: So to me, I think the difference there is the subconscious part. A routine to me is something that I am consciously choosing to do each day. Mm -hmm. So for example, something I I had as a habit was uh, moisturizing right after I get out of the bath because that is the best time to moisturize is after you've had a bath or a shower. And I would like to say I've gotten into the habit of moisturizing right after a bath, but maybe it's more accurate to call that a routine because it's something I consciously, it's not like I get out of the bath and I unconsciously reach for the moisturizer.
0: So (laughs) Not yet anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah, whereas something that I I think is definitely a habit is Mm -hmm. the bad habit of lying on my couch and doom scrolling through Twitter or Instagram or Discord Mm. or whatever, you know, when I could be reading or knitting or just, literally doing anything else with my time and i think most of our listeners know exactly what i'm talking about because what Mm -hmm. i'll do is i'll reach the end of twitter (laughs) you know i've (laughs) I've seen all the new tweets and i'll be i'll be pulling to refresh and there's nothing new coming down the pike and i'm just like oh okay so i'll close twitter then i'll open instagram there's nothing new on there so i'll close instagram and then i'll open twitter again and it's just like I'm searching for that dopamine hit and it's not going to come because there's nothing new, but I'll do this for like half an hour when I could be doing something that I that would genuinely bring me more satisfaction. So this is a habit because I am doing it. I get into this trap subconsciously. And I think another thing that makes something a habit is if you want to break it, and not all habits need to be broken, but if you want to break it or if you want to make it, it takes willpower.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you on those things. Yeah, I guess like a routines. And I would also say like routines can be flexible, right? Like,
1: right. Yeah. Whereas
0: habits might be like very difficult to change. Like mm. routines aren't always like super difficult to change. Like there is usually people like have embedded some like flexibility within their routine. Yeah.
1: Like Mm -hmm. I've been getting into a routine of doing a weekend morning workout on Saturdays and Sundays, but I wouldn't call that a habit, right? It's something I have to push myself to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good example.
1: I think of habits as small things as well, right? Like routines tend to be bigger. They tend to have like steps, whereas a Mm -hmm. habit is a little thing that you do. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, something like. I always kind of like open the the oven door and check to make sure that like the oven racks are in the right spot before I turn on my oven because you know mm-hmm. rearranging your oven racks is a pat is it, it, it's <laughs> not easy once you've made them hot right so yes. that's that's a habit that I just got into when I was cooking um, and that's a small hmm. thing right whereas I might have a big bit of a bigger routine around how I cook and how I prepare my food.
0: Hmm. That's like, yeah, that's very interesting.
1: Okay. So I feel like I have a good handle now on what a habit is. Thank you for helping me explore that. So (laughs) you've got a couple books for us, Becky, that you've read that explore the nature of habits and how we can make them and how we can break them. So what are the books you wanted to talk about today?
0: Yeah. So two that come to mind that are like extremely well-known and popular So, one is The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. So, this one talks more about like cues when it comes to habits. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Let's say, let's say you wake up and you keep your vitamin D on your bedside table. And so, every morning you wake up and you have this cue because it's like right in front of you. Mm. It's like, It's like something sparks the habit, right? Like something sparks you to do something else, and then it's kind of like a domino effect. So then it's like, okay, then maybe you, I don't know, get up and you brush your teeth right away, Mm -hmm. or you make yourself a cup of tea, or you have a bad habit and you eat chocolate first thing in the morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) None of us have ever had that problem.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it, but it but it's interesting that you brought up routine because I do feel like, you know, as we as we've discussed, it's like habits do play a role in our routines, right? Yeah, and in our everyday lives, like it's almost like they're like the building blocks of routines. Mm-hmm. Damn, put that one on a poster board. <laughs> <laughs> I agree
1: with that characterization because thinking about yeah. what you were saying about cues, you know. Since I've started taking hormones as part of my transition and I, I split the dosage of my estradiol so that I take some in the evening and I do have an alarm set on my phone for that just to really make sure I don't forget. And then I, I try to take some in the morning and what I was doing when I wasn't working from home was I would uh, put the pop the pill in my mouth literally as I was going out the door. So it became this mm. habit or this routine of, okay, I'm leaving for work. Have I taken my medication yet? No. Pop that pill under my tongue and then go out the door. It was like the last thing I did as I was leaving the house. And that made sure I remembered to do it in the morning. And when I'm not working from home or on the weekends, sometimes it's much later in the morning or even into the afternoon. And I'm like, like, oh, like I forgot to do this because my routine has been disrupted. So so maybe that's one of the links between habits and routines is when your routine is disrupted, that can also kind of disrupt or interfere with those smaller habits
0: mm-hmm. yeah no that's a that's a really great example um because it also made me think of like when i take my birth control and mm-hmm. i just keep it on my bedside table because i take it like you know half an hour before i go to bed or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like that's like sort of my cue it's like yeah. I look on my bedside table and I see this like blue package and I'm like, yes, I have to take that. So it's like, that's really good that we have these cues set in place. But then we also have to think of, well, what happens when that gets disrupted? Like when you travel,
1: mm-hmm. like what are
0: your new cues going to be? Or is it going to be the exact same thing? It's just you're in a new like environment. Mm hmm. So yeah, so that's one of the books. Uh, I read it a while ago, so that's about like as much as I can say on, on this one. And then the other one is more recent. This one's Atomic Habits by James Clear. So similar to the cues, but maybe this one is more like, like a higher level, you know, thinking of your habits in terms of systems that we have in place.
1: Ooh, I like that.
0: Yeah, so... Cause it was really interesting like how he mentioned basically like goal setting. So it's like, you could have a goal, but it's like, how do you get there? And like, what are you doing every single day to achieve that? Like, okay, you want to lose weight. That's great. That's, that's, that's a goal. But like
1: mm-hmm.
0: also be like very con. I mean, this gets in more into like goal setting and achieving, achieving that. But what are you doing every single day and like what things are sort of helping you? Like, do you have like a, are you like measuring yourself in the morning and then Mm -hmm. do you have a workout routine and do you have your workout clothes like out ready to go so that it makes like things easier for you too?
1: Right. And I agree with you about the goal setting thing. I, I often talk about goal setting with my adult students at the beginning of my English course. And Something I've started doing is I'll show them different types of goal setting um, philosophies, so like smart goals, mm-hmm. real goals by Samantha Chris. There's a really mm-hmm. cool TED Talk by a um, chemist named Kiana Cave where she's like, "Blow up your smart goals, <laughs> dream big." So, like, I show them these different <laughs> philosophies, and then I ask them like which philosophy works best for you, or which one would you prefer to try, or maybe none of them because. When it comes to setting goals, I think it's just really about kind of picking a method and sticking with it and being systematic. And yeah. so it's interesting that you bring that up because I agree. I think when it comes to habits and evaluating the habits that we have, we, ha- we can use our habits to help us achieve our goals and we can also like set goals for habits that we want to change.
0: Totally. Totally. And then that also plays into we can also have habits that are like hindering our goals.
1: Mm -hmm. I can give you an example of a habit that I want to create for myself towards a goal. So I would like to change my voice and how it sounds to make it sound more feminine. And the way for me to achieve that is through a technique called voice training, which involves several different exercises of various difficulty to eventually create a new habit for myself where I will just be speaking differently. Like I'll be using my vocal cords differently. And the whole point is to make it a habit, to make it something that I'm doing unconsciously and not like I'm not putting on a fake voice. It's this is my voice now because that's how I speak. So that's the long-term goal. But to get there, I have to do some of these exercises pretty much every day to be consistent and train my, my voice box that way. And so I, am trying to create the habit of just kind of like doing these exercises here and there throughout the day, because some of these exercises, they're not like these big things that you have to like sit down and do for like half an hour. You can just kind of do it like, you know, for half a minute every hour. So I, am really trying to like create the habit of doing it here and there throughout my day. So it just becomes something I'm doing subconsciously.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah, that's like, that's a really great goal. And I can understand how that could be difficult, because it's probably like how I think of practicing French, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I love practicing it. But like, is it a chore? Yes, because you're also using like a different part of your brain. And it is a lot of work and as is voice training, right? Mm -hmm. So I can understand like your apprehension of like, yes, that's something you want to do, but it's like, it still like requires you to make an effort. Exactly. I'm wondering if maybe you put in like a reward system for yourself. Mm,
1: Interesting. Yeah. Have you
0: thought about that? No. And it doesn't have to be like food related, but it could be like, could be anything. Once you've practiced this many times, you buy a new pair of shoes.
1: Ooh, I love the way you think. (laughs) I love Ah. it. (laughs) I will, I will seriously give that some thought. Thank you for that suggestion.
0: Yeah. See, and that's like another interesting thing too. It's like sort of what you do with your, with your students. It's like we could hear something or we could think of something one way, but then as soon as someone says it in a different way or in a different like approach or has a different like philosophy behind it, that could totally change the way that you think about the goal or the habit or the thing that you're trying to achieve in general
1: yeah like I remember when I was telling you about my desire to kind of start working out every weekend you mm-hmm. asked me if I was an accountability type of person where it's like I need like external people to keep me accountable and I told you I didn't really know and I, t- I still don't really know like yeah, like yeah. What what works for me? Is it accountability? Is it a reward system? Um, I don't know that about myself. Maybe that's something I need to try to discover in my 30s is how you know, what approach? To what degree? Yeah, what approach works best for helping me to form new habits that I want to form?
0: Yeah, yeah, like I would say for myself, I like some form of accountability, but I don't need it all the time, because then I feel like it's sort of constraining me or Mm -hmm. something that I really have to do all the time and there's no way out of it. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I like is that every Wednesday night and Friday morning, I work out um, with friends and we do it over Google Meets and it's, you know, it's a way for us to keep accountable. And is there some flexibility in the sense that like, can we cancel every now and again? Yes. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like, if you're canceling all the time, then what's the point of doing this? So I think we're both very aware of like, yeah, Yeah. if we have other things going on, like Wednesday night, like you have an appointment, sure. But then we can also just push it back or make it earlier. So you don't have to fully cancel it. Right?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I think sometimes habits depend a lot on the context of, like, is this something you do by yourself or is this something you do in a group? And mm-hmm. is it something you do with a specific group, right? Because mm. some yeah. people are better at routine. Some people are better at, like, being consistent, making, mm-hmm. you know, an appointment every week than other people. If if you are trying to do, like, something that is in a group but it's with a couple of people who tend to be a bit flakier, it's so much harder for you to form the habit because your group's, you know, bailing half the time. So it's yeah. it's almost like you gotta choose the right people for the right task. Right? Like mm. you and I, Becky, we're really good at podcasting together because when we yep. say, okay, we're gonna podcast, we almost always podcast, right? Like obviously yeah. we can bail if we need to, but it's not like, uh, oh, maybe we'll podcast this weekend.
0: It's like, yeah, we said it, we put in our calendar calendars, like we said it to ourselves, we said it to each other, so it's like We're in it.
1: It's the same with my other podcast co-host, plug, plug, plug. Um, I've got a second podcast now called Prophecy (laughs) Girls. My Mm -hmm. friend Stephanie and I are rewatching Buffy the Vampire Slayer from the beginning and we record pretty much every Thursday right now. And, you know, that's a consistency that works because we're both very committed people. Whereas sometimes, you know, if you don't pick the right people for the task, right? If Stephanie had picked somebody else to try to co-host that podcast with, it it might not work as well because that person maybe isn't as consistent. So, you know, whereas like I would be a terrible person to choose as an exercise buddy because half the time I'm going to be like, I don't feel like exercising today and I'll (laughs) I'll flake out on you. So that's just a a note for the future. Don't choose me as an exercise accountability buddy.
0: Okay, noted. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I I guess that goes into like another point of like when we do form habits like are you are you gonna be extreme about it are you gonna Mm -hmm. like ease into it
1: Hmm.
0: what works for you what doesn't work for you
1: yeah again this is something I don't know about myself I think what I'm learning from this episode is I got a little bit of uh, self-discovery to do in in this sense so that's exciting yeah i don't have an answer to your question i don't really know how i form habits and like i said i was having trouble coming up with habits that that i do obviously i i have them we all do so i don't have a good answer to your question we'll have to come back in like a year and see if i figured it out
0: yeah and i and i don't think that there's anything wrong with that because uh, even for me it's like really hard to say like i've done like these challenges before where Like, there was, like, a month where I did, like, no caffeine because I wanted to see, like, okay, Mm -hmm. what was the effect? Like, what was the effect on my mood? What was the effect, like, physically, mentally? You know, do I need it? Is it hurting me or is it helping me? Mm -hmm. And was that an interesting challenge? Yes. Was it very difficult? Yes. Did it teach me stuff about myself? Absolutely. But did I feel like I needed to continue with that? No, but I just feel like I've become, like, more conscious of, like, okay, do I want some caffeine today? Yes. Then I don't need to have a coffee. I can just have, like, black tea instead.
1: So, for you, was that you were trying to break the habit of depending on caffeine?
0: Yeah, I guess so, because it had gotten to a point where some days, like, I was drinking one cup of coffee which is fine. But then other days I'd be drinking like two cups of black tea. And I was like, Mm. well, do I really need to be doing that? Like, am I just doing that to like sustain my energy throughout the work Mm -hmm. week? Am I doing it because I need a tiny little pick me up, which there's nothing wrong with, but I guess I realized like, I don't need to always have caffeine. Like if there are some days when I don't want to have it, that's okay. And if there are some days when I just like want to have green tea. That's fine too, but just being aware of, like, not overdoing it. I think that's what I've, that's what I'm leaning towards with a lot of aspects of my life. Just, like, being more conscious of, like, what I'm doing. Like, what am I eating? Like, what am I putting into my body? How much shopping am I doing? Like, that sort of thing. How much reality TV am I watching? (laughs) Although I don't consider that an issue, so... Let's be real. I'm going to be watching <laughs> that for a long time.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you think that the ways you you form habits have changed as you've grown older? Like thinking about like back when you were like a university student, did you have to kind of do things differently to create new habits? Or do you think you've been fairly consistent in how you do that over the years?
0: Hmm. I feel like sometimes I look back And maybe it's like with rose colored glasses. And I look back at like the habits that I did have in all areas of my life. Cause I'd be like, okay, some, cause sometimes I feel like one habit influences like another habit in your life, depending Mm -hmm. on how you think of things. So it's like, when I was in university, I was very conscious and very disciplined. So like I studied a lot. Did I have fun? Yes, of course. But I like would go above and beyond would do like extra work. And then in other areas of my life too, like I was very disciplined, like I'd be working out a lot. And I'd be eating like, so like, I was almost like to the extreme, like I'd be eating like so extremely healthy. And then, you know, would maybe have like one like cheat, cheat meal a week. And then Barely spent any money also because I was in university and I wasn't making like <laughs> a lot of money and I had a car to pay off and university to pay for. So I just felt like there is no room for error. That makes sense. Like I was like, I need to get top marks because I'm paying for this school and I want to make sure that I'm getting the most out of it. And I don't regret how I did things because, you know, I paid off university, I paid off my car and i was super super fit but then you know i'm also like did i enjoy myself as much as i do now probably not so i think it was maybe a little too extreme because i feel like also i'm the type of person if i do if i do these extremes then i have this point where i just like you know want to rebel against that and oh
1: yeah i know that in in you (laughs)
0: Right. So it's like I have to give myself room to have fun and to explore and, and whatever, but mm-hmm. I can't also overdo that because then I go into that extreme. So I think it's all about like moderation and mm-hmm. some sort of balance.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. What about you? Do you feel like how you formed habits has changed?
1: Yeah. I think I'm becoming much more deliberate. At creating Mm -hmm. habits, which is one of the reasons why I was so excited to talk about this with you and why I love talking about it with you in general is just over the past decade or so, I've just really sort of realized that if I want to make better habits for myself, it doesn't happen automatically. You have to set those goals and you have to try and you're not always going to succeed. So I've become a little bit more ambitious and also a little bit more disciplined. And yeah, I agree, especially around the whole money thing, like saving and spending money and stuff. I think I've always mm-hmm. been pretty good at saving my money and not spending it too too badly. But obviously, as my lifestyle changes, you know, I bought a house. As my jobs have changed, and of course, now I'm buying a whole new wardrobe and stuff. Certainly, <laughs> I, I'm looking to make sure that my money habits remain healthy Mm -hmm. So, like when it comes to like buying clothes and shoes uh i'm trying to be very careful not to get into a situation where i allow myself to make excuses for spending more money than i should being like oh but it's on sale and i really want this style of thing it's like no like there's always going to be more of those things right like maybe you miss this sale there's going to be another sale maybe this item sells out there will be a different item that is just as nice, you know. Like, yeah. How often do you find the one item that you'll never find again, right? Yeah. So I, I try yeah. to remind myself of that. Try to remind myself that it, it's always more worthwhile to exercise a little bit of self-control in these senses, because then when you really need it or when you really want to spend the money, it's there for you.
0: I agree. I totally agree with you. I feel like that's, like, something that I've, like, really learned. And then I feel like turning 30, I'm also like, oh, is this, like, something that I need or I want? Like, Mm -hmm. is this an urgent need or is this just, like, a fleeting want?
1: Yeah. Well, and I know that you've, we've talked about you trying to change your financial habits a little bit in terms of, like, even just like the types of bank accounts you have and like where your money is, where you're putting your money as you try to save it in terms of the like investment strategies and stuff. We sound so adult, but it's true, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and thinking about habits in terms of like, like this is such a truism. People being like, oh, yeah, like cut down on the coffee and avocado toast. Right. And then you, you millennials will uh. be able to afford your houses. But it's like. Yeah, You know, there's something to be said for, for cutting down those expenses. But I also think there's something to be said for having just like those, those good habits that make you feel good. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. If you have these habits that, yeah, like in the long run, just like aren't really serving you. And I'm sure Mm we, we have, we all have them, but you can't like cut out every single thing that like brings you some sense of joy and peace i mean especially during this time it's like Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah buy that special like latte i mean don't buy it every day but maybe buy it like twice a week you know Mm
1: -hmm.
0: there's nothing wrong with that because then i think that comes back to like the extremes again and and personality types and it's like I know for myself, if I were to, like, cut out all those things, then it's, like, I just hit a point where I just do the absolute opposite, and then I'm down this, like, rabbit hole of, like,
1: yeah.
0: oh, shit, now I just, like, did even more damage than what I initially wanted to.
1: I agree. Also, the pandemic, right? is just, it's messing up all of our routines and all of our habits. You know, I... Yeah. I, I love writing book reviews of every book that I read, to the point where I launched my own review site last year and plug, plug, plug. Yeah. And that has been disrupted. (laughs) Like I I'm just I'm not reading as consistently as I usually do throughout the week. Um, so that kind of delays, you don't know like my review writing and stuff. And I'm really looking forward to sort of getting back into that routine and picking up those habits again because they help having those kinds of habits helps me feel calmer and more in control of things even though life is inherently uncontrollable but sometimes if you have good habits it makes it a little more bearable.
0: Yeah I do, I totally agree with you.
1: So Becky if listeners want to talk to us about how they're forming their habits right now how could they get in touch?
0: We want to hear your good habits and your not so great habits that Maybe you're looking to like break or replace or whatever. So you can reach us at we just like to talk at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page. Might I add with a very cute profile picture that. Hell yeah. My friend Laura Paxton drew for us. So check it out. Uh, We always post about new episodes that came out. The habit that I would like to keep is obviously talking to you in general but then of course podcasting with you that's one Aww. of my favorite habits
1: i love that habit and i love that we got into it just after you moved to montreal and you were just so bored because you didn't have a job so you just started calling me every day after i was done work and we haven't stopped
0: <laughs> that's the yeah that's a good point that's like essentially how it started
1: yeah and i love it i love that it happened that way and it's great sometimes you to
0: hate talking on the phone
1: i know you've changed me so much
0: and
1: i love you for it and i know (laughs) i've changed you for the better as well you have and that's the thing about habits is sometimes the most fulfilling habits are the ones that we didn't try to create
0: oh damn put that on a plaque and put it in my house